Alrighty, we're gonna do 60 seconds of bird song, then I'm gonna dive in. This is from my buddy. Alrighty, so that's, would you believe you can feel it real in a second, or less, or a minute? How long do you believe it takes for you to feel it real? Because I want you to get, so I type the reply on a Facebook post. Somebody asks a question, I put up a comment, they say, well, nothing ever manifests for me quickly. And I write back, this answer just did. You imagined reading something, and so you kept looking at the screen, and then my comment pops up. You imagined having read something that was useful, some variation on that. You imagined getting an answer, so you typed a post. Your body's dead, it's part of the universe. You're what gives it life. When you're done with it, you're done with it. Just like when I was done with making 20 grand a year, I was done with making 20 grand a year. Getting by sucks. <laughs> Why would you manage? Why would you manifest managing getting by? On yesterday's show, I think it was 6.47. Uh, God, we're getting close to 6.66. That's going to be a fun one. So, so we answered, one of the questions was about a lovely lady who was, for years, she's been trying to manifest a job. And one of the things that I mentioned in the show was when I notice people tell me they've been trying to manifest something for years and it's a struggle, it's usually not, they usually don't want what they are trying to manifest. You see, it's really easy to go, oh my pizza, that's it, let's get it from this place. See, for all those words to show up with that kind of energy, uh, I have to have imagined pizza, and oh my god, do you remember the last time we got it from, from Goose Cellar? Oh my god, it was good. Let's get one of those ones. You get all that follows an imaginal act. And as long as that isn't dug up, oh no, 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 nobody else wants pizza? Well, I better fit in. I don't dare get what I desire. I'll manifest that the shit food that they want us to eat is good. I'm having a hard feeling it real. It's hard for me. Listen to that bird song again. I'll be back in 15 seconds. Keep listening. So I've been exploring, what do I bring to the table? 
You see, Neville brought something to the table. I bring something to the table besides just Neville. I love Neville's work, by the way. The only thing I do is I experience what I experience about it, and I share it. <laughs> right? I have my adventures, my explorations, and I share them. <sighs> and I love sharing them. Now, here's the deal. Here's my history. Back when I got beat to death in 1989, I got this thing called post-traumatic stress disorder. I was not thrilled with this. Flashbacks, nights, sweats, and terrors. Being upset when I saw people of different kinds of looks wearing different kinds of outfits. Helicopters in the sky scared me. Okay, wasn't a fun time. Boy, it's a little chilly out here today. I should have wore a hat. So I wasn't having fun, so I got into a couple things. One, I got back into neurolinguistic programming. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to study the breadcrumbs left behind by human thinking, and, well, I wanted to fix myself. But I found fixing myself wasn't working, so I took myself apart. Okay, that sounds a little odd, but just ponder it. See, I'm not into self-improvement. I'm into self-demolition. Like Neville says, uh, you have to bury the old you so completely that you forget where you buried him. You get to give life to a new you. You get to give life to a new state. So I used NLP to demolish myself. I also use it to notice how people imagine up their worlds because I find it pretty useful, but that's just me. Another part of my past is trading with some lovely Native American people and I learned skills and philosophies from them. And here's the cool thing. The philosophy that I learned was not the new age Indian philosophy. The stuff that I learned was all skills based. And here's why I believe that's important because if your philosophy doesn't give you real-world results, abandon it. If your philosophy creates more struggle than success, abandon it. I learned things like how to track, how to rub two sticks together to make fire, how to make a little wooden bowl. Little cool things like that, that believe it or not, there's philosophies inside all of those. There's experiential philosophies. And when you make a fire, make a bowl, track an animal, listen to the bird song. You see, the phrase a little bird told me is true. Little birds tell me everything. They tell me when there's a snake in the garden, a cat by the fence. They tell me when there's an eagle in the sky or when someone's walking a puppy on the other side of our stream. They also tell me when the sun's coming up. So let's leave this with this. My Native American elders, they talked about this stuff called tobacco. Tobacco they called the thank you plant. It's commonly smoked in what some people call the peace pipe. Now let's get real here, ready? It's not the tobacco that matters or the pipe. What matters is when you are truly thankful, knowing that your wish has been fulfilled, you do feel at peace. Hmm, fascinating. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch, associated that with that are the teachings of the birds. And I've mentioned this before, but I'll share it again because it really is lovely. Ornithologists, that's a big word. People who are ornithologists say that birds sing to establish their territory. My Native American mentor said birds sing their song of thanksgiving. And they start singing it before the sun comes up. And for a bird, sun equals life. Because if they, if you startle a bird in the middle of the night and it loses all that hot air trapped within its wings, it dies. But on the other hand, they say the bird song, that song of thanksgiving, actually brings the sun up. I just find that poetic and lovely. And guess what? I'm not trying to be a loving teacher or a loving puppy dad or 
left a thousand other buns that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> I'm thankful I already am. Because in consciousness, consciousness is the only reality. The imaginal leads, the physical follows. Would you believe before I was married, I felt husbandly? Before we had puppies, I felt puppy daddily. And when I was wiping butts for a living, and when I had PTSD, I was imagining lovingly teaching. All right, one more round of bird song and I'm out of here. Listen to this. <laughs> Visit us at freenevel.com if we have live calls going on. We don't this Sunday coming up. I decided to take a little break, join us. There's still time to join us in October if you have your stuff together, right? <laughs> if you've got a passport, you can get a visa. Come on down. That email us for details. Just had another fella nail it today. He's coming on down. Can't imagine how that makes us feel. We love when people play. <sighs> All right, that's it. Love you. See you. Freenevel.com. Ooh.